0: Are listening to the Chomp Cast, an official podcast of Sword Chomp and SwordChomp.com. Thanks for taking time out of your crazy life to make time for ours. And remember, if you dig what we do, you can go to Patreon.com/SwordChomp to support us. Look for our VIP tier. More on that later. Uh, great show today. I've been hounding the hell, hell, out of fish to enter the tournament of the realms with me. As Mortal Kombat 11 has dropped, and I have some hot. First impressions for the crew, and of course, you, the listener. Uh, Much like the splitting of the time rift in the Mortal Kombat 11 story, we have split topics of the show this week. That's right, very weird, kind of a clusterfuck of a week here. We have what makes a timeless video game as one of our topics, and why do we forgive large gaps of irrelevant or bad games in our favorite gaming franchises, which is inspired by the fact that, you know, most of those PlayStation 2 Mortal Kombat games were, uh, well... <clears throat> More on that later. Um, we had some uh, goofy and fun uh, polls this week as we had the Pokemon versus Mortal Kombat characters tournament on the Sword Chomp Instagram. So we had the first two rounds of that and results. But we did have one real, legitimate, beefy question. And that was, of course, inspired by last week's show PlayStation 5. Do you think it'll be over $500 or under $500? You voted, and we have the results see josh shaking his head already josh we're gonna have results um and of course we talk some games mortal kombat 11 duskers which is a big game josh stream this week katana zero and more so it's gonna be a lot of fun let's get to some intros here uh fish oh my beloved fish the filipino johnny depp hello <laughs> it's a me, <mean> fish <laughs> oh how i've been incessantly badgering you this week haven't I? oh god <laughs> you have non-stop
1: it's nice. terrible too it's terrible because you essentially bought a game uh-huh that you didn't tell me you were buying it for the switch you bought mortal kombat 11 and i was like really i thought we were just gonna rent this game and play it together and i was under the impression that it uh this is my fault i assumed that we were just going to get it for the xbox one x because we both have the system and we both can play online together yeah fair assumption yeah yeah and you know the next day i wake up and you're like oh get it on the switch so we could play i was like uh what and then i started thinking about i was like well we do play smash bros it's uh, i guess yeah 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 Yeah." and then the day goes on and you tell me about you know the graphics in the game and like it freaks me out a little bit i'm like oh that sounds bad but i actually actually that morning like I, I was looking for a switch copy and i saw it in my area and i went down there to go and actually rent it and by the time i got there somebody already picked up the copy god so,
0: damn it! well you can yeah. actually rent the well that gives me hope that you can't actually rent it isn't that crazy that redbox has switch games now it's fucking yeah, wild that's
1: yeah, i haven't i haven't rented a switch game from it but uh I'm, I'm curious to see how that works i'm sure it's just the same old Case that they keep their regular CDs in there, but it just has a cartridge in there or a switch, so. Well
0: I'm trying to get you an early fish, because I'm not good at the game yet. So you can take out all your Ganondorf hate on me now. I'm I'm susceptible. I'm, I don't think it's gonna be the same though, More. I'm you? vulnerable <laughs> You're vulnerable. I'm I'm ready for you, Ooh. fish. I'm Ooh. not lubed up or anything. Just let me have it.
1: Okay? Mm, i prefer lube. Mm. Especially yeah. with a man as hairy as
0: you. <laughs> Don't want to get any of that chafing. Um. <laughs> oh, God. I know. I've been bothering you. I'm like, I've just been a naggy, naggy significant other all week. Mm-mm. Fish get it. Well, you know, I just don't. It's going to make me feel better about my $60 purchase if you also make a regretful $60 purchase mm, with me. I Simple know. math. <laughs> I know. That's how it works, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I could see us playing it for a while because, you know, competitive games are fun like that. So, no. um. Thanks for being here, Fish. I'll hound you more later on the podcast. Okay. I'll tune um, it out. <laughs> <laughs> Just like you tune the rest of this podcast out. Right? <laughs> He's laughing, but it's true. Um thanks for being here, Fish. Um You know I love you. Uh from Japan, Shay Layton is here. The professor. Um actually you have some pretty interesting news this week because Shay is going to be going to a new schedule. He's going to be alternating. Um, we want to prepare our listeners uh for what's going on. I'll, I'll let Shay explain it. How are you doing this week, Shay?
2: I'm doing well. Uh I yeah, so what Morgan's talking about. I'm for any American listeners, which is predominantly what who our listeners are, I'm studying for the GRE over the next few months. Um I'm gonna be taking the exam during the summer. So I figured I'd cut my duties in half, that way I'm still involved, but I'm able to study uh, enough, like I am able to devote enough time to studying, because a test, as those of you who have taken it, is difficult, and uh, I took a practice exam, and I don't know if I told you guys this, I completely failed the fucking math portion, like completely failed it, and I was like, oh my god, all this simple math stuff, completely forgot about it, so. Can you use a calculator
0: uh, during the math portion?
2: You can, but it's like a very simple calculator. And that doesn't that is not as important because a lot of it is like memorizing formulas and certain ways to solve uh Oof. mathematic problems. So, I have to go back through and learn all that again. Mm. Like the stuff that I have studied. Pythagorean lo- theorem? Yeah.
3: Oh, I, I actually for some reason yeah, I still I've have that memorized read, except if there's parentheses. <laughs> yes
2: uh just you know stuff like that so i yeah i is is hard because like there's a there's a lot going on in my life always and I've, i've been trying to kind of mull over like what what things i can and can't cut out so like cutting the podcast in half isn't the only thing i'm cutting out but Uh, I, oh, just over the next few months is pretty much when I'm going to be doing this because I want to get the score I want. That way I can potentially go to grad school and pursue that along with doing the Chomp cast. So, uh, just thinking about life after Japan kind of thing right now. So, Mm. but
0: life after,
2: yeah, life after Japan. And it's, it's weird to think about like now going into, and I won't go into this in too much detail, but like this going on my third year here and I know it's going to be my, at least I, you know, I'm like 99% sure it's going to be my last year teaching here and my last year being here. Cause I do want to go to graduate school. It's a weird feeling because like new students are, are coming in and it's like, I have this conflicting opinion of like, I get super involved and like, I get super attached to my students like, I really love teaching. It's a it's a great thing. And I've obviously gotten attached to all my, for, like, all the students who have already graduated from the junior high school or who are still there. And it's like these first-year students, it's like, well, how attached do I get to these new new students? Like, I'm going to only see them from one year. And then they're three-fourths of them are going to forget about me, and I'm going to f- realistically forget about three-fourths of them. So I kind of had this confliction within me of, like, how much mental and emotional energy do do i devote to that and then last yesterday i went and played this little game with all the students and you know, like uh, all, all the first year students were super excited to hang out with me and i was like fuck i'm i'm already getting attached doesn't matter you know like <laughs> i had this nonsensical worry so sorry josh you're gonna say something
3: no i was saying that since you probably don't have the uh mental bandwidth to really really just remember a lot of them. You should make that part of the lesson plan and let them know that if if they really want to earn a place in Professor Shea's heart, they're going to need to try harder.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Incentive. Yeah.
4: Just yeah. let them know at the beginning of class, <laughs> Otherwise, so.
0: they're just another... Here's how, I, here's how
2: it can go. It can go one of two ways. Either uh, you, make, you can make yourself stand out and uh, be a stellar individual or... Uh, I'm just going to treat you like Thanos and forget half of you ever existed.
0: Mm. A lot of Thanos today. Yeah. Got Avengers on the brain. I do. I really <laughs> want to go see that movie. I haven't
2: seen it yet, obviously, because it just came out. But Anyway, sorry. I went long-winded. I apologize. I
0: saw a picture of Thanos' dick
3: this week, Um, but I'm glad you're here, Shay, honestly. <laughs> and it didn't happen randomly. It was what he searched for. No, no, it really did.
0: <laughs> And I immediately sent it to Fish so now he can say he's also seen Thanos' dick. Ain't that right, Fish? That's that's right. <laughs> he he's actually looking
2: up Thanos' pick, as in like yeah, which ones like how he picked which ones he was gonna make disappear. And then he accidentally mistook the P key for the D key. Mm. Common mistake.
0: Uh-huh. It happens. Yeah. He's got a big gauntlet. Um, thanks for being yeah, and I'm gonna try and fill in, you know, as many fun guests as I can get during those off weeks. And you know, maybe Shay, if he has time to squeeze in a game here or there on like a rest day, he'll have more to uh to talk about whenever he does return to us. So it, it'll be fine, it'll be fun. And then when he gets a great job. It's only for wealthy, a few months. That's yeah, the thing.
2: Yeah. It's only for a few months. I just I need to devote time to this test. Then I can come mm-hmm. back and things
0: will be normal. So mm-hmm. yeah. He'll get a good job down the road, he'll be wealthy, he'll be able to support us with all of his money and it'll be great right mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah because
2: there's a there's a ton of there's a ton of money in ecology it's just david attenborough like he's talking about all these climate change stuff but really he's rolling around in lamborghinis you know he is <laughs> it's tragic mm-hmm. it's tragic
0: there's really oftentimes not a lot of money in the things that we love sometimes that's okay we do them, any-
5: do them that's anyway okay.
0: um that other voice booming in to give Shay some advice was of course Joshua Fowler from Michigan uh sipping his delicious scotch mm, mm. Um, Josh I feel bad I dumped a lot of audio on you this morning just like dumped it right on your lap
4: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> everyone knows you dump on a chest morgan you dump I... <laughs> on a chest it's is okay so if I dump on the chest that's mm. better okay we've Damn been it. trying to teach you with the newspapers i don't know why it's taken this long
0: uh well i'm a slow learner josh i'm a slow yeah. learner i just we, I, we forgive I, you there's more fun stuff going on in the lap i figured i'd make a little little party down there hmm. um dropped a lot of audio in your lap josh this morning so i'm sorry about that apologize for for that uh big interview this is general mountain time here from montana big interview this week josh it's exciting mm-hmm. the composer of a game that we'd love dearly katana zero Oh yeah! God, I'm su- I was really surprised
2: you got an interview with the Dad Simulator creator. That's pretty impressive.
0: Uh, hey, I wouldn't turn it down if it came my way. <laughs> That's all I'm saying.
3: Um, I don't know many dads mm-hmm. I'd turn down either. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? <laughs>
4: Josh, think come back here! Smash about- back Sorry. to me, am no, Just,
2: just. Hanging out with your fellas is during a barbecue. One dad thrusts his shirt off, throws it onto the freshly mowed lawn.
0: And uh a a, a dad themed strip club, a male strip club. Just dads. Just dad bods? I'd just call it just be popular.
2: You know,
3: that would probably. Probably.
2: But there would be one (laughs) there would be one form of attire that is required to work there. And it's those white new balance mm-hmm. shoes you cut the lawn with or you grill with like, dude,
3: they, everything yeah. else comes off but those shoes yeah, they have show to show up there on. with green shoes that didn't used to be green just, oh and the baby thing right. that you mm-hmm. wear in the
0: front of you the little baby strap or the baby hangs in front of you
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. we Stip can do that without on. that but the shoes the
3: shoes yeah. are yeah, you've got to have green shoes that yeah. aren't supposed to be green
0: yeah <laughs> yeah they're arts. off they're, they're off white grass stain mm-hmm. <laughs> off white <laughs> yeah uh you smell like gasoline that's right mm-hmm. uh, yeah okay now it's like turning into a lawnmower themed strip club i don't i like it's morphing <laughs> the idea is, is we're all sweaty and every, and you get lemonade you can hand them lemonade instead of, instead of tips um i like where this is going Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's gonna be fun. Um, unfortunately, just like Josh, it's kind of like I went fishing and I caught a big fish, and I walked up to your car and I just threw it in there and hit the back of the car and said, "Good luck, mm-hmm. <laughs> good luck gutting it and cleaning it uh, and serving it."
4: Mm-hmm.
0: But I did catch it. It's gonna be a good interview. I'm excited for people to hear it on "In the Blood." Ludwig did the incredible music for Katana Zero, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. um My big, uh, and I don't want to give too much away, but my big teaser is. Very different character. The music in that game you'd hear, he's very different than you'd think. Like, his persona is very interesting. Um, we actually had something in common about sort of our style of writing music as musicians. Like, uh, the, me and Shay had in common. When me and Shay used to write music in a band, uh, there was a weird thread between us and this guy. Like, our style of writing. That, uh, hmm. again, I won't give it away. You just gotta listen. Um, he, I would pl- I played tracks with him. Uh, we talked we actually broke down the uh, specific tracks this time which was a little different went in and out of the creative process and i found out a lot of cool stuff so i don't want to give any of it away just yet um but i'll be promoting that pretty hard next week but uh let's get right to the topics of the show guys we got some good ones here split topics um let's go for the first one uh the the gaps of a uh franchise or irrelevant games in France so this is weird because if, if i could explain this better it would be The idea of think of something like like Tomb Raider is a good example where there is a big middle chunk of that series that's largely irrelevant. Um, The fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh game, you could make a case until they rebooted it. Largely irrelevant. Um, And middling at best to to okay. maybe one of them was good, you know, but Mm -hmm. the first games are classics. And then a lot of people love the reboots now. Uh, and they're going to have to reboot it again. Mortal Kombat is another great example. That's kind of what inspired it because, fuck, man, I couldn't tell you anything about any Mortal Kombat game past, what, four? I couldn't tell you anything about, maybe even three. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't it was think a bit of a
3: surprise a... whenever everyone started talking about Mortal Kombat again, and the number they brought up was 11. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I remember nine. A little and 10 bit of a shock to balls. me there.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, nine and ten were getting a buzz. I remember that, but it was weird. It was like where the rest of them go, and it's one of those. It's one of those weird serieses because uh, serieses. God, that's terrible, terrible English. Um, it's one of those strange series where they took the numbers off but still counted them. I hate it when they fucking do that. So they took the numbers off the title, but they're still considered canonical. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like did, it'll be called them
3: somewhere, kind of like Resident Evil, Biohazard. Just just hide them in the title somewhere.
0: I not that I saw like mm. one's called like Mortal Kombat Deception, and it's considered like Mortal Kombat like six or seven. I don't know. Don't write into me if I'm wrong. I'm just giving you an example. <laughs> mm. um, and then they started the numbering thing back up again because technically it was the ninth and tenth. You know, people like numbers, right? So uh, I got some interesting responses. I tried doing it a little different this week. I put the question in the story so that people could reply anonymously. Um to maybe get some people that were maybe a little more shy or hadn't really commented before to see what they were thinking. Hmm. also it was confusing because we had two topics. So I get it a shot. <laughs> so how how do you feel about this, Josh? I mean you're you're already kind of talking over there. Like, what's it can you think of a series off the top of your head where there was like a big
4: um, gap
0: or like why philosophically we we do?
3: Sort of. Um really in um Super Smash Brothers, the the uh, Wii one and the Wii U version are both kind of dead in the water. Like there's still a community built around um, melee. Everybody loves melee. It just has stuck around for forever. The the GameCube version was nearly perfect. Um, and it seems like ultimate is gonna have that sort of get got some legs again, um mm-hmm. but it was it was kind of dead there for a while. It didn't seem like anybody was really really caring about it, and I think part of that was some of the decisions they made to try to make it more uh, of a friendly game um
0: casual casual some
3: might say. yeah, yeah, and uh. Ended up just being kind of a frustrating experience the last the last couple goes around. Uh, the Wii U version really wasn't terrible, but just because of the side effect of being on the Wii U, the community just wasn't there for it. Um, like they they were correcting course there in in a big way, but it's still just as a side effect of the one before it being so terrible, um, just didn't quite make it. And so it's been it's been nice seeing Smash come back around again and. Being able to play that, and you know, actually, actually have some competition going on.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Cause still popular, but you're right. There's that weird, that weird um, sort of period there where they were popular games, and I'm sure people enjoyed them, but they didn't yeah, have like the. Yeah, like there was buzz around and... them
3: coming back, but like the competitive community never latched onto them at all because of just dumb decisions made at the time. Somewhat, somewhat with. um smash 4 on wii u but not not to the extent that we're seeing again so yeah
0: yeah that's a good one yeah respect wise the fighting community seems to have really latched on to ultimate which is nice mm-hmm. um you know as opposed to they're sort of like you said with brawl and uh uh the wii u wait the wii u one was brawl right
4: uh, no that no, was the no. wii
3: one brawl was uh the just Wii, right
0: I'm, yeah, so so is the the Wii U one's just called Smash Four, right? Is that what they were called it's kinda weird. I don't the naming know if they even that.
3: gave it a number, but yeah, it, it would have been Smash 4. Um Yeah. I'm well, I'm completely that's the problem right there. We yeah.
0: we can't even title the damn thing. That's yeah. part of the problem right yeah.
3: there. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Wii U is gonna be known forever as a black hole.
3: Yeah, which is sad. Like there's some real gems on there, but you're never gonna hear about them. It's just Yeah. Like it I feel like it died a worse death than the Dreamcast in a lot of ways. It was just Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's true.
3: Doomed a be good forgotten. One. That's...
0: Well and there's people like me that are just catching on to the Smash Brothers Ultimate Train now who passed on those other games. Mm-hmm. Um and the Switch just sort of brought it back. But yeah, it just seems like they put more care into this one. Like, you get every fighter. You know, they kind of narrowed down the things the community has liked. They're embracing a little more. Nintendo doesn't really embrace esports like a lot of companies do. But a little more than they traditionally do. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's a good one. What about you, Shay? I mean, you were the one kind of thinking about the idea of this topic as well. Was it, did Mortal Kombat make you think about yeah. it? Or what?
2: Yeah. Uh... A little bit, yeah. Like, we were talking about privately. The first three Mortal Kombats are classic games, uh, very nostalgic, and then you don't really think about any of the others so much. I I mean, I think the general population doesn't really think about any of the others. They're like, often, oh, they're still making them? I, I was telling one of my friends that the new Mortal Kombat's coming out, and they're like, what number are they at now? And I was like, 11. And he's like, 11? Really? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's kind of crazy it's kind of like when you have that kind of response for the general population it's like
5: eh, well, what 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 have you not been doing you know kind of thing
2: yeah definitely not but the one that i think about often um is sonic hmm. you know i i really love the, <sighs> the, the, the you know the first and i hate i hate to do this cuz like we've ripped on sonic plenty of times in the past I love Sonic. I love the first three Sonic games. I love Sonic and Knuckles. I love. I even love Sonic 3D Blast. Objectively, Sonic 3D Blast is not a great game, but I still love it. Um, I love a lot of those uh, Sega Genesis era Sonic games. And then after that, I think there was maybe one game. Uh, I can't remember if it was for the Dreamcast or what system it was for, but it just, like, after that, for me i i couldn't tell you what sonic games released there were a ton of like weird ones like so, uh, there's some like xbox and xbox 360 ones that were highly forgettable and all the ones in between there i couldn't even tell you but when they did uh sonic generations uh back for the 360 that that was actually a really good game and that's when they started building it back you know that one sonic 4 objectively was not the best game but it was an all right game i didn't like the way they did like the part one and part two of it um and then even the new one sonic mania was a really good game Mm -hmm. and i i remember when we did the game of the year show and i felt felt really bad leaving it out of my top five i think there were other games that were stronger for me that year but i still think sonic Mania was a great game. And I think it just didn't get enough of the press it deserved. It was a really good game. And just, it blows my mind, like, because during that time, Sonic was so huge when Sega Genesis was out. And then just that fall from grace. And they've never recovered as a result. Now, have they recovered some goodwill? Absolutely. Recently, with the past few games released. But, man, was that a fall from grace.
0: Yeah, I think in, with Sonic, it's they really got oversaturated. They just put it everywhere on anything. They're all the spin-off Sonic Colors, the Sonic Generations. Yeah, There's a Sonic like right. BioWare right. RPG.
3: Yeah, uh, uh, uh. it's like they didn't know what direction to to go with them. Like they they definitely kept trying to move into three D, but they didn't know what in three D the game was for the longest time. Um, right, and it's
2: it's kind of hard because like you look at something like mario that made that seamless transition it's obviously very famous and that's why mario has been able to withstand the test of time you look at that and you you look at you look at mario and before even super mario 64 released you look at it and you're like objectively i don't know how this game makes it from 2d to 3d
3: yeah
2: but they did and it's amazing that they did like if we're if we're to look at that like objectively that is incredible that they were to make able to make that seamless of a transition and especially Mm kind of looking at it like a revisionist history kind of way considering that and comparing it to sonic because they were both objectively the biggest action platformers for each system respectively and yeah for mario to make that graceful transition and for sonic to flop so bad it's just two completely different stories, and the only reason why I compare those is because, like I said, they were the biggest ones. But yeah. it's yeah. just it's,
4: well, and it's the a Sonic shame.
0: Dreamcast games—that's
2: all the I'm Sonic say. Dreamcast
0: games at the time. I agree with you. I agree with that thing you're saying, and they really beat it to that. But I do, I do think at the time the Sonic Dreamcast games, whether they don't hold up as well as the Mario games, but at the time the Sonic Dreamcast games were actually they pretty weren't fucking terrible. Great. If yeah. you look at yeah, yeah, if you look at the they, reviews they, and ha- they, mm-hmm. they were. They captured the essence and they were like visually stunning at the time. At the time, yeah, they just haven't aged as well because of the sort of linearity on a rail kind of a thing. There's less like, ooh, ah, wonder to that. Um,
4: mm-hmm.
0: and well, we've uh, kind of talked yeah. about it, we've talked yeah. about it in the
2: past about how they are two different, uh, mechanically speaking, two different styles yes. of platformer yeah. as well. And it's I hard think to that's find a, the
3: through line. As right,
2: exactly. I think I think it's harder to make that two D to three D transition in a game like Sonic, that kind of platformer, because it that and we again we've talked about this. So apologize to any listeners that feel like we're retreading a little bit. um it, It's such a it's a game where you fly through the environments and it and like Morgan has made the kind of correlation. It almost feels like in some way a little bit of a racing game in some degree. And with Mario, you can play it as that, like a speedrun type thing, but it's not predicated on that. That's not the main focus of the game where Sonic... That was the main focus of the game.
0: You don't want to go slow on Sonic because... Yeah. Well, and think you? about it, Shay. There's people that don't even like the good Sonic games. There's no, almost no one that thinks that the, a lot of the... Well, the new Super Mario games are, like, aesthetically just... Ugh, but there's almost nobody that thinks that 2D Mario is bad, Right. Um almost everyone generally thinks it's very good to great. There are people like Josh that still don't like the good Sonic games, and I think that's even that speaks to why it was even harder of a transition uh for yeah. Sonic the nature of
3: what it is so well, right. yeah, the gameplay changes so much from one level to the next, just when you're not able to go fast, the game plays so differently that yeah once they once they try to move on to a new thing well what's what's the What's the essence of it? Uh, mm-hmm.
0: Now hold on yeah. to that thought because this is a good this is a good primer because we had the bigger philosophical question asked. But I want to get fish involved here because that was a good talk. Fish. Um, uh-huh. Oh, uh, so Mortal Kombat. It's only sixty dollars. Shut up. Fish, Oh no! Sorry. Don't sorry, do sorry. it. No, fish will play all the time. It'll be fun. Um, uh-huh. Fish, when you thought about this topic, um, which uh-huh. I'm sure you didn't think about at all for the no. podcast. Of course not. Um, so. <laughs> uh, but right now, what we were talking about for the past five minutes uh-huh. and you were swirling yeah. around your head. Yes. Um what what what, what, came, what came what came to your mind?
3: That's so funny. Um <laughs> I'm just gonna throw him under the bus like
0: that.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> I know, right? No, actually I was thinking Fish, about it. Bitch, you should like, buy this
2: game and play with me. God but damn it. maybe you should no. actually research the topic, you fucking idiot. <laughs>
0: I know. I would never. That was remember. what just I happened. Did. For any I listeners
2: did. that missed that,
1: mm. I did research in my head. Um, actually, no. I went back and thought about it. I was like, <laughs> you know what?
0: <laughs> I was like <laughs> the idea of Fish researching in his head. He just closes his eyes and he's just like, time to comb the catacombs of knowledge.
3: He just sits there.
4: Yeah, feels right
0: (laughs) you're just flying through all these panels in his mind alright sorry
1: it's like uh, interstellar whenever you're going through all this (laughs) time
0: oh god (laughs) Uh, so you were saying when you were researching in your mind
1: (laughs) anyways I was thinking about a game that I thoroughly enjoyed as a kid um but as an adult like i never got back into it and um that game was uh mega man and like i played through you know one through all the way up to x3 and i was back in the 90s of course and uh-huh. after that though like i felt like that series started to taper off whenever they started making that jump to the playstation when they or doing stuff with three d and like those games never really were um financially like successful um and I don't think there's that big of a strong uh fan base there for those older um playstation and sixty th- four those days whenever they were making that big uh leap to three d and like I felt like that company was not able to keep up take that franchise to the next level wasn't able to you know kind of keep that Mega Man feel but mm-hmm. translate it into a different uh aesthetic or uh game type or whatever but um yeah that that, that was one game that like I thought about it. I was like man that really does suck that like I never that series never took off as each uh, with each generation of the uh consoles coming out and um it wasn't until like they came out with like Mega Man 9 when they went back and like because the the series ended with like eight I think and then they went on to X and then like it was like a decade later, um they come out with um Mega Man nine and like that's when like everybody started talking about Mega Man and talking about their love for the older series and whatnot and like I never played 9, but um, I heard, yeah, I, I've seen, like, gameplay and stuff like that, but it it harkens back to, like, you know, Mega Man 1 and 2, and that type of art style, and people enjoyed it. Um, And it, it just frustrates me that, you know, um, a, a beloved game of mine, you know, from my childhood, playing it on the Game Boy and on the Super NES, and it not going through all the different generations, it just left me with, like, kind of like an empty feeling for that series. Like, it, I'll always remember my time with the games that I did play, but, like, the, the games that I never actually played because they just didn't interest me in what they were doing, Um, it, it kind of saddens me as far as, like, that whole franchise as a whole.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was jesting earlier, but that's actually a good example because... Like, even, I don't think even you played the, ironically, Mortal Kombat 11 drop, but I think the newest Mega Man was Mega Man 11 2 mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And yeah. I don't even think you were interested enough to even really give that a go. So, like, they, right. there's a lot of things going on there. Oversaturation, maybe. They never made a really exciting evolution. Um, You mentioned a lot of the other sort of emptiness you feel. There's so many Mega Man games too. Um, Right. But yeah people don't really seem to care that much anymore it's more of a niche thing mm. it is yeah yeah
1: and i always i always wonder like if maybe capcom had taken that franchise um and worked with those developers to kind of like thrust them into the next generation of consoles and um work with them to not necessarily make it mainstream but like do something, you know, to change up the formula of Mega Man because they they can't, they were pumping them out so quickly, uh, back in yeah. the nineties that it was almost like they it was almost like there's too much Mega Man out there that it's enough to last another decade or so, you know. But um, yeah, and then you know the new systems come out and like uh, it, it, the uh, the anticipation for those newer games like it, it has to be something that really uh, stands out from the, the norm of Mega Man. And,
0: uh, it, it's okay, just, so yeah, let's flip that question around. I'll start with you this time, and this is the big philosophical question here, because these are all good examples. Um, philosophically speaking, why do we want, why do we still come back to these series? Why do we still continue to give them a chance? Why do people still hope that maybe Mega Man 12 is going to be great? You know what I mean? Like, what is it that like, for you. Like, okay, put yourself in this position, Fish. You didn't even pick up Mega Man 11. What is it about you? You still have this, these memories in your heart. Like, mm-hmm. what is it about you that's going to be excited enough about a new Mega Man game, and why is that excitement even still there, if at all? Uh, well... Uh...
1: Part of me wants to say that it, it would be nostalgia that would get me back, but that's not true because I never played, you know, Mega Man Nine, and, or ten, um, for that matter, mm-hmm. or eleven. And like, it, I feel like there there has to be something big coming from the studio. There there has to be something change, uh, some sort of big change in there where uh, they change it up, they bring a nuance to it, uh, something that you know other developers are putting in games that are 2d side scrollers as well and like it's a shame that they can't figure out something to add
0: into that game um do you ever worry that maybe you'll never really care about mega man ever again
1: uh no uh not necessarily i don't worry that i won't ever care about it because
0: i guess to uh, worry you'd have to actually care a lot (laughs) and you 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 just you're kind of neutral you're like oh maybe it'll be a cool movie but i mean like do you ever think like i might never really have a really great Mega Man game that means a lot to me ever again
1: Uh, well that's the thing it's like i'm comfortably fine thinking about all the time that i did spend with those games back in the days uh when i did play them and um i to me like that's what Mega Man was, and, like, they're they're still doing that type of uh, 2D side-platforming, up type of gameplay in there, and um, I feel like I got the best of it, you know? Like, at this point, it's just kind of retreading a little bit. Um, uh, granted, I haven't played the newer ones um, lately, but... Um,
0: okay, so you're saying, philosophically, they would really have to find a way to evolve that into something different.
1: Something um, different where like yeah, where the fan base is just like, yeah, this is the Mega Man that uh you know, pays tribute to the old but like it's doing something drastically new and uh, exciting um for people to get excited about as opposed to, you know, just a regular old Mega Man formula.
0: True. And what that would be? I mean, we could specul- speculate about that all day, but I got to move along also mm. uh, 60 bucks mm-hmm. to switch. Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. Uh Shay. I don't know. Uh... I
4: don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm... Like, go ahead Josh, go ahead. What's up? I don't Talk know. It's
3: Fish's love of Mega Man is it, it is special. It it would be nice to see something like that comeback. And I don't even know if it needs to be Mega Man cuz I mean well, it's, it 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 was I mean it's just a well-respected was game. Was and... it
0: ReCore? ReCore was supposed to be the And everyone said ReCore had so much potential, and mm. then they just fucking screwed up some really unfortunate... And I think it was created by the original yeah. Mega Man uh, director. I could double-check that. But it was Mega Man people were
3: involved in ReCore.
0: Remember ReCore, Fish? Nope. Yeah, I don't know.
3: I, oh, I, I don't know if I there's to enough to salvage the franchise there, but someone definitely needs to pick up the, the whole cankle torch and, and carry it forward. Torch. Yeah, oh, the the cankle Megaman torch? Oh, big man of cankles! Yeah, those. Because he has those big ass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's. It's a medical where, problem, where Josh. It's not nice to make the came from.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the cankle fetish. I always thought um, they were more like bell bottoms.
0: Actually, uh, and those were yeah. those were a thing. Yeah, the cankles those... are funnier. <laughs> <Bell-bottoms>. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I've known fish my whole life. I've not once. Seen him excited about a Mega Man game. In my entire friendship mm. with him.
4: Yeah.
0: I believe in his heart that he had his special place in those games. I'm just saying I've never seen him excited about a Mega Man
3: Well, ever. he had to move on to the hardcore stuff. Like actually being able to see the cankle. Instead of just, <laughs> just imagining underneath underneath those boots. <laughs> he yeah. couldn't
0: get his cankle fixed the same yeah, way. Anyway. it just wasn't strong enough
3: <laughs> anymore. Um... I'm sorry, Fish.
0: That makes sense now, honestly. I mean, Kinkles are no joke. Um, Yeah, Shay, uh, so philosophically speaking, what do you think's going on there? What's going on with Fish's <laughs>
2: love for Mega Man? <laughs> and,
4: uh, no, no, well, Kinkles. Think, you know, his, his love child, for he Kinkles. He played it,
0: and uh, <laughs> he outgrew it. Um, okay, so you don't think it has anything... Well, interesting. Okay, and they couldn't evolve the series to keep up with um, fish's I'm growing taste. I'm
2: just, I'm just bullshitting. No, you no, could be onto I, I think, there. Maybe, no, I, I think a big part of it is uh, the reason why we keep coming back. Obviously, is because a we we want kind of like that little nostalgia uh, reinvigoration, so to speak. I think another reason too would also be because we have spent enough time away from a series to come back to it and enjoy it again. You know, there there I think there are certain places in our life that we come to where we don't necessarily connect with a form of art or the medium anymore. Mm-hmm. But when we come back we we are able to connect with it again. I think about for example, Pokemon. Like especially Josh and me when we were doing SPT, and we hadn't played—I hadn't played since Gen Gen Two, I think. Josh, same thing. And then we came back and played Gen Five, and we got hooked immediately again. And it's because him and I both spent enough time away from the series. You know, I've done that with Mm -hmm. music too, where I, I loved an album, I I didn't listen to it for years, and then I come back to it, and I'm like, holy shit, I forgot how good this album was, and. I go into, you know, a phase where I really want to listen to that album. And so I I just think a big part of it is being able to connect with it at different points in our life or just spending enough time away from whatever art form it is and then coming back to it and being able to appreciate again, appreciate it again, whether it's with a newfound sense of understanding or it's just we're at that point in our life.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. What about you, Josh? I mean, I th- I agree with what you're saying. Uh, I, on most of those, I don't want to tread too much as well. We're kind of just throwing theories out here because that's what's
3: fun about the topic. Um, what do what do you think, Josh? Um, I don't know. I think there can be different reasons. I mean, like the Pokemon example is a good one where they don't they didn't really make bad Pokemon games. It's not like all of a sudden. They lost their way and were making these horrible games or anything. It's just that the changes were so minor that I, there's not a huge reason to keep up with every single installment um, and feel like you're missing out if you don't. Um, I mean, it's kind of a kind of similar thing to something like Dragon Quest. Um, like, if you really like that, you could go back in long after you've dropped it. And still feel like it's a good place to come back in. Um, Just once you're ready for the game again. Um, But yeah, I mean, definitely, there are some examples of studios just losing their way with a franchise and not knowing, yeah, just
4: yeah, what it's even supposed to be. And
3: yeah, those those are the sad ones. Because it's not like like you've moved on or anything. It's just like, This thing you love has been, you know, turned into something unrecognizable. Yeah. Drugged through the
0: mud, Mm -hmm. to speak. Yeah, uh, that's true. I agree with all that, and I think they're all good points of view. Uh, Some of the responses we got from our audience um, when I I posted to the question about, basically, I made it more specifically about Mortal Kombat, but I think these can kind of apply to anything. uh, Omega Caratone says because cheese is delicious, so he's implying that hey, those middle games were cheesy and bad, but maybe in a fun way. Um, Noah Wet said it's kind of it's just kind of classic. Um, it even has somewhat of a nostalgia factor, and I love the first two. So I th- the nostalgia one's a big one we hit on. Characters have to play a big part in that, right? Like if you have a classic character, like Sonic as a character, if you think about it, is almost transcendent. He transcended. A bunch of mediocre games, because the Sonic character will always be in cartoons and game shops and God knows what, right? So maybe there's something to, like, a classic, an iconic, how about that, an iconic character. Maybe there's something to that, too, right?
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, to an It's extent, always kind of yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, some games have kind of been able to pull through without it, but yeah, it's definitely, it doesn't hurt any, so... Yeah, I mean, people
0: are picking up Mortal Kombat 11, and they'll see a lot of these people they grew up with, like Baraka and Kano and all these people, and, and they they get hit with that wave, you know, and they, mm-hmm. even though they haven't touched this game uh, in forever. Um, yeah. <laughs> what is to be done, said, because uh, Mortal Kombat Shaolin monks died for their sins. I guess that was a bad one, Shaolin monk. Some of these are just fun to read because we don't know shit about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> who, who here among us knows the most about Mortal Kombat? Somebody, nobody? <laughs> Me? Am I, the, I am think I it's the you. Shay-
3: I think you've
4: kept Shay- up on it the Shay has- most.
0: <laughs> Shay has a shirt, though. Shay has a Mortal Kombat shirt. I don't know how you can compete with that. Yeah, that makes him an expert, actually.
1: Yeah.
3: It's true. You can't buy the shirt unless you're, you know, certified to wear it. You know,
2: Almost weirdly too. enough, when I went to buy it on off of the clearance section at Walmart, that's exactly what they told me. They said, You can't <laughs> have this shirt unless you know more than me. Hmm. And I was like, Kano has a red eye. And he's like, Oh, that's good enough for me. You can buy it.
0: Hmm. It's like a troll and you have to pass the is the easiest uh, bridge passing test in history. Yeah. Um, pretty
2: much. Made I me feel good. That... Made me feel like an
4: expert.
0: I wouldn't try to say Walmart <laughs> workers are trolls, it was just a metaphor. Yeah. Um, you
4: know, I mean, they uh... are. But we wouldn't say it. <laughs> no, no, no. Not
2: Unless you're talking about like the AI-powered Walmart that they just opened, and you're calling the AI mm-hmm. a troll, then sure. I, I mean, that's fair.
3: Yeah, I... the Walmart here. No, it wasn't here. It was. It was the one we went to when I was in San Antonio. The other. Um. Anyway, they have this. They've always, not always, but since they've had an online store, you can just have stuff shipped to the, sh- to the store for no, no shipping and go there and pick it up. But apparently enough people are doing that that they're not finding it immediately, and so they're wasting people's time, employees' time, telling them where it is. But anyway, they have this massive obelisk in the front of the store, like this huge orange mm-hmm. pillar saying mm-hmm. that... Uh, It's the place to go to get all your online purchases. And it was just creepy. Just seeing (laughs) this massive, just huge orange pillar of consumerism. I mean, the whole store is that. But seeing it dressed up that particular way was unsettling. Uh Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: true. I was going to say that I had a sexual fantasy about a troll once, but you guys already know that. Yeah. He's um, actually an ogre Yeah. Um, so no it's
1: them. a You're misremembering your own shit It was at work
0: mm. Thank you fish yeah. <laughs> I feel so bad I've tortured you with these stories Now you have to correct me Oh poor thing
1: Yeah I've, I've heard it so sp- many times You know Spot these are seconds
2: ahead. of my life it's I can't get back and fish you're just perpetuating it
1: mm. I know
0: <laughs> Oh those Might are good well. seconds I woke up covered okay let's see js yarto said uh because the bad mortal kombat games were still better than other fighting games of the time typically now that's an interesting point like if there wasn't a lot of great competition out there um and he's saying hey you know they they weren't the best games but they were still better than most so you got to get your fix you know which is interesting kind of kind of treading water because uh the competition is so bad (laughs) Hmm. Um Plays plays a factor. Oh, this one's funny. Hurricane Colt said because because of the goofy modes like chess, cart, and puzzle. So now I, I'm learning that these Mortal Kombat games had weird modes like Mortal Kombat Chess? Mortal Kombat cart?
4: Hmm. Mortal
0: Kombat Puzzle? What in the fuck? That does sound kind of amazing.
3: It does. Um Yeah. <laughs> man, we've been
0: missing out, guys. Um uh, let's see. Last two, uh, Curseville said I spent all my waking moments dragging Mortal Kombat 10 through the mud. Hashtag never forget. He apparently did not like Mortal Kombat 10, but uh, Tony S has the last word here. We don't, we do not forgive them. The trilogy was great, then it sucked until Deadly Alliance, and the last two were good to meh. So hmm. he's saying that the fans have not forgiven them, but yet we hang around, you know. So we're like, a, we're like a battered, you know, significant others. It's just like, it's like that, what's that syndrome called where you get treated like shit, but you still hang around. Um, You all know what I'm talking about. I don't Come know. Somebody help me out here. <laughs> uh, Josh, you're doing the battering here. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and I, there's probably something to that as well. I think these are all a factor. Um and uh a lot of great comments i did want i did think this was interesting so i wanted to kind of go over this guys with you you'll be able to see me back on skype now as i reposition my my delicate little phone here um i pulled up this i want to see how many of these you guys remember okay this is a good uh, capping to this segment so after mortal kombat 3 which we're all aware of it went to mortal kombat 4 in 1997 which it jumped to 3d rendered graphics instead of the previous uh, digitized 2D graphics, and that was also ported to the PlayStation and the N64. Uh, And as gold, it went to the Dreamcast. So that was where 4 went, Um, and it actually kept the the 4 in the title. Um, (laughs) Uh, Now, at this point, Mortal Kombat games were only titled with their installment number. But starting with Deadly Alliance in 2002, this is a history lesson for us and everybody else. We're going to learn something. The series naming scheme changed. that shit I was talking about that annoyed the fuck out of me. Um, So Deadly Alliance was the first one to change. And then they had Mortal Kombat Deception. And then Mortal Kombat Armageddon. So that's when shit got really weird. Then they did a reboot called Mortal Kombat. And then there was Mortal Kombat 10 and 11. And I think that's right, unless I might have missed one in there, but that sounds good. Hmm. So um, that's where it got weird, as you can see. But uh, I think yeah. it still makes I more sense than the Xbox schemes, One.
2: That's true. That is a good point.
4: Hmm.
0: Hey, now.
2: <laughs> to go from 360 to one hey. never made any sense. But thing I will say with Mortal Kombat is, you know, when they rechange their naming scheme, I thought all those other. I thought all those other games were uh, just not, like, spinoffs, and so I never paid them any attention. I think that was... Me too! Yeah, I think that's too. kind of an egregious error on their part. Like, really bad marketing and really bad
0: planning. If they were just called it 5 and 6, as bland as that is, I think I would have had a better idea of what those games were. Well, I don't know why didn't...
2: They could have even said Mortal Kombat 5 Deception, or whatever, whatever yes, the fuck they were yeah. called. Yeah. you know
0: why didn't they do yeah, that I, but what do i know it's it's dumb the tomb raider mm-hmm. got like that too like people consider angel of darkness the fifth tomb raider game they consider last revelation The no no they consider last revelation the fourth game uh they consider uh tomb raider five which i forgot the name of because it's so bad they consider tomb raider the angel of darkness the sixth one they do the same thing they do the shit all the time so it's it's dumb it's really dumb Um. But yeah, good point, Shay. They could have just kept the stupid uh subtitle and left the numerical number on there so we didn't know because you see those and you think that they're fucking around. Like that before the podcast, we had we did a um Skype with one of our patrons. Um Ivan, and he was telling us that he uh was playing that Sub Zero game on sixty four with a weird name. It was like Sub Zero's Mortal Kombat anthology, Sub Zero. Like when I saw those weird Mortal Kombat. That games, was I'm a good game, like,
2: though. I did actually play that game, and it was and for the time. It was actually a halfway fun game. What I remember okay. though is like basically well, you halfway
0: could, fun. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just messed up. Uh,
2: you could either play a Sub Zero or um, Liu Kang, and it there's this one part I can't remember it now. It's been so long since I played the game. I played the game when I was like nine or ten, but there's this one part where I got stuck and I just could not pass the part, and I was like, "Yeah, fuck this game," and I took it back. Mm-hmm. Um, from being a rental, but I remember it for the time being a pretty fun game.
0: Yeah, well, and yes, that's a fair point. I'm not saying it was bad. I just it was one of those weird title things. So I figured the other Mortal Kombat games were just weird spinoffs, you know. And they were going to keep the the sacrilege. Um, well, that doesn't make any sense. They were going <laughs> to they were going they were going to keep it. Uh, they was sacrilegious how they drug it through the mud there. You know, I thought maybe in we'd come around 10 years later and they'd be like, this is finally Mortal Kombat 5. You know what I mean? A lot of series will do that. They do all the weird spin-offs and they go, now it's for real. Now we're really going to pull the number back. You know what mm. I mean? Um, now we mean business. Uh, speaking of which, Fish, uh, this is the actual point where I get to tell you guys my first impressions about Mortal Kombat. A lot of people have been messaging me about this and I keep telling them they want to know our thoughts on Mortal Kombat and I'm like, I'm sorry. Nobody else cares but me. I try to get Fish to care. Josh doesn't care about fighting games of Smash. Shay cares a little bit. He has a Mortal Kombat shirt, but it's just not going to happen because it's so expensive. So, I'm on an island here, guys. What am I supposed to do? Come on, guys. What am I supposed to do? See, that's what I'm talking about. Is this is how the Mortal Kombat ch- chat's going to be. <laughs> me? Well, let, let me uh, tell you: Mortal Kombat 10 was fun. I played that a little bit,
2: and my motivation for playing that game was, we had this, uh, this is back like nine years ago now, I can't believe it's been that long, wow, but the motivation for playing that was some friends and I decided to set up a tournament, and so I was like, okay, I'll do that, you know, I'll, I'll play that game, I'll get kind of good at it, and there was actual money on the line for it, so I was like, okay, okay, I can play that. But as soon as that tournament ended, I was done with the game. Uh Mortal Kombat Mortal Kombat is something that's fun to put on, play through like a whole arcade round and then put it away. I don't view Mortal Kombat as a game that I want to get good at. It's not a game that I necessarily love. I enjoy Mortal Kombat, but I don't love Mortal Kombat. Uh it's not a game that I think about like yeah yeah, that really was a great game. I think, oh, it was a fun game, you know? And Mm -hmm. I think for me, buying Mortal Kombat 11, knowing how little I would actually legitimately play it, and knowing how I haven't kept up with the series, I don't think I would have a really good opinion or a good gauge on how they've evolved over the years. Hmm. So I feel like I'd be doing a disservice to the people who really like those games.
0: Well, I agree with you to a point. I do. I think those are all... I, I almost actually agree with everything you just said. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask anyone else out there to buy it except Fish. Because uh, uh, we have our little fighting tournaments. I'd love for Josh to buy it, but I know it's just not going to happen. So I don't want to yell that. But Fish <laughs> and me, we have these little sad tournaments. And he has expressed moderate interest. I can't see him really on the webcam right now because he's kind of slumped over. I just see his ear... And like half of his beautiful haircut.
3: Yeah, he did slide so, all the way over to one side and try to hide behind. Now,
0: now he's flipping me off. Couple rows of now clothing in <laughs> that closet he's in. Holy shit! Now he's showing his dick.
3: <laughs> oh,
0: the rumors are true. Um, the BAC is that. real.
2: I tell you, fans, you don't get to see it, but I do.
0: Um, I I think I think right I found back. a way I'm I can a make thirsty, this. All of a sudden. <laughs> it's a gag reflex i think um i i think i found a way Kimmy. i don't really want to talk about this too much we might have a guest next week that can talk about it with us in a, in a pretty fun way but i think i can make this interesting for you guys in ways that i did not expect because i have not played one from three so i had my my three quick bullet points that i think are really interesting about this game number one there is a fucking story in this game and it is awful. awful and it is amazing. Absolutely amazing at the same time. And that is not something I expected to ever say. Um. <laughs> you know,
2: my, Mortal Kombat 10 actually had a story too, and it was just as bad. I remember like sitting down and trying to watch what was going on through the story, and I was like, holy fuck, this is a train wreck. And it was Terrible. a beautiful train yeah.
0: wreck. Yeah. When I thought, I played like an hour of 10 on the, game pass and it didn't do anything for me either i just thought it was embarrassing but i will say this the production values are so high now like they got this is this is not gonna this sounds weird but they got ronda rousey to do sonya blade which is interesting if you know that it's just interesting i'm not saying she does a great job or a bad job i'm just saying it's interesting um the 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 animations and like everything is so high quality now um within reason we're not talking like red dead or uncharted here i'm talking like very high quality but not there But it's it's literally like a movie that seamlessly cuts to the fights. It's cra- it's like one evolving movie, like however long it's gonna be. It's mm-hmm. much longer than I thought. And when the characters fight, there's no loading or anything, it's just a smooth transition. And sometimes it's comical. Like, okay, so here's the thing. The story's amazing because there's a time rift that opens up, and all most of the Mortal Kombat characters from the past come to the future. So it's as amazingly stupid and great as it sounds. For example, there is a scene where young Johnny Cage is hitting on young Sonya Blade in front of old Johnny Cage. Now, if you guys don't know this, Johnny Cage actually marries Sonya Blade. Did you guys know that in the lore? No? Okay. Well. And and young you know, Johnny Cage was a ridiculous character. He has little five hundred dollar sunglasses or whatever, and his weird jumpsuit, and he was ridiculous in the movie and the first couple games, right? And old Johnny Cage is different now. He's he's a little bit more matured. He's kind of wisened up and he has to see this young idiotic version of himself. And literally there's at one point where he fights himself. Cause he's just being a punk ass kid. He slaps the $500 sunglasses off his face and they just start fighting. Like there's ridiculous shit in this game. That's amazing. Like that. Um, seeing that the way like the young really good can- start to a porno. Slap <laughs> just slaps the glasses off. And then Sonya jumps in. Um, yep. and, and there's this weird element because he's married. Okay, there's a. You, might, you guys mind if I? guys, can I give you guys a there's small plot No such plot thing to as a way?
3: spoiler for Mortal Kombat. Okay, as long
0: as you guys don't mind, it's and I agree with you to a point, Josh. But sort of, there's people that care. In the first hour of the game, um, Sonya dies. Okay, so her daughter, which is Johnny Cage's daughter, her name is Cami Cage. Um, it's supposed to be like a sad scene, but it's mostly. Just like a soap opera cheese, right? But it's, it's serious, because in the mythos, when people die, they're dead. It's a big deal. So, when the time riff opens, get this. Young Sonya Blade comes out, right? But she's actually dead in their current realm. So this girl's just got over losing her mother, and a young version of her mother standing right there, trying to help her on the mission, while her two versions of her dad, a young version and an old version of her dad, are sitting across the room, and the young version of her dad's hitting on the young version of her mom that just fucking died! That's and what this I'm talking like about. a Good here. way to end the porno. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's fucking really entertaining in a stupid way um, that I did not expect. I'm not the guy who's like, oh, cheesy stuff is funny. That's not me. That's not my thing. But I, I'm, I'm think telling that's you, the smartest
2: thing for them to do though, because like, if you try to make a super serious, involved storyline with a fighting game like that, you're just gonna be like, bro, you're trying too hard, kind of thing. But with this, if it's taking it to the point of absurdity. Like it is, and it's not taking itself too seriously, I think that's smart
0: exactly. The characters look so s- ridiculous t- at times that if they were playing everything super seriously, and it, it, I'm not going to say there aren't moments where they try to be s- sincere, but even those are kind of enjoyably bad. You know what I mean? um because you're not quite i don't it's weird i I'd, I'd like to give you guys better analysis than that. I'm just being honest with you that's just what it is. it's fascinating um. You make me and, want to watch it on
2: YouTube. You're doing that, it's, at it's, least.
0: and it's it's long. It's actually pretty long too. I've put put a lot of time into it, and I'm only halfway through it um now here's the cool thing shay i'm not again this isn't like sort of a you should buy this game thing but there's a lot of modes in here now there is a tower mode with all these weird challenges that you can do there is these really good tutorial modes there's this thing called the crypt which fish would totally love it's like a loot lover's dream right so everything you do in the game you get a currency and when you go into the crypt it actually turns into a different game it's a 3d model game where you run around in 3d and in the they actually did that in a previous title they did. Yes, it's yeah. not brand new. I
1: think um, I played that, and I actually I enjoyed that part of that game was the crypt.
4: Was yeah, because you just really
1: unlock. It's like nothing yeah. but treasure chests, right? Yeah, it's just treasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: it's like a it's like a brawler at that point, a three D brawler, isn't it? I, I haven't seen a person that had to fight yet. It's just uh, been, like, puzzles and treasure chests. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and the puzzles are weird, too, because there's a treasure chest behind a gate, and you'll, like, move some switches that make a dead body line up, and then all of a sudden you can get to that treasure chest that hopefully you can open up. There's weird—it's it, it's a, it's a big, weird thing, and all the loot goes into character customization, which I believe is purely cosmetic. I'd have to double-check, but I believe it's purely cosmetic, but it's it's fun. There's tons of loot in the game, which is actually really cool. Yeah. You can make your character look different. That's
2: cool, and I kind of want to give a shout-out to, like, Tekken 3 and Soul Calibur 4, because I remember the jump from Tekken 2 to Tekken 3, they they did a bunch of those um, new modes. Like, they had a beach ball mode, where the characters use their fighting moves to send the beach balls to each yeah. side, and you're trying to do that. There's yes. a, There's, like, a Streets of Rage mode in Tekken 3, kind of. Which was awesome for the time, and also Soul Calibur Four did a lot. Like the tower thing you're describing in Mortal Kombat sounds exactly like the tower in Soul Calibur Four. Um, and it just—it's cool Sorry, Josh, that... just make
0: fun of my vaping, Shay. What? Yeah, you're fine, Shay. I didn't mean to break your thought. Josh was just making fun of me. Mm. Okay. Um,
2: and I just—I think that that's kind of where fighting games have to go now because to just offer a basic arcade and versus mode in this day and age doesn't justify a $60 fighting game anymore. Back in the day. Sure. Because people were doing couch co-op all the time and that was a huge, and there, there there's a lot of value in that. So that made sense. But now where we're at with gaming, with it being online to have a versus online fighting and arcade, I think for most fighting games isn't enough of a draw. A one on one fighting each other thing. No, you have to have a really great character customization system. Like if you're a Soul Calibur. But if you're a Mortal Kombat, which you obviously you have these set characters that are iconic, then you have to move to other modes in order to be able to make this game yes. sustainable. And that's cool that Mortal Kombat Eleven is doing that, that you're like that you're mentioning that and it's probably a lot of the stuff from 10 and they've probably thrown in a few new things. I I wouldn't know it to be honest with you because it's been so long since I've played 10, but that's really cool that they are they're really they've upgraded from 10 to 11. Like there's a justification there for making another game other than just graphical prowess.
0: Exactly, exactly. There's a lot. Like I said, I have no issues with spending $60 on this game for content. I'm, I will be playing it for many, many weeks to come. The issue that Fish was talking about that sort of became a thing on my social media was that the game on the, so I bought the game on the Switch, all right? And I started playing it on the Switch and I thought this was fine. I don't know why I thought for some reason it would look better when I docked it. I was probably just being an idiot. It looks fine on the Switch. It does. It runs at 60 frames a second, which is important for fighting games. And the portability is amazing. I put 90% of my time into it on the go. But it looks drastically, drastically worse than the consoles. And it looks drastically worse than other Switch games, like Smash Brothers. And people have been lighting me up saying things like, well, it's a first-party game developed by Nintendo, blah, blah, blah. You're right. You're right. And and this might have been the best they can make this game look with the resolution drops, but that does not excuse the fact that it is a much worse looking game. It just means, what you're telling me is that uh, Smash had a better developer. That's basically what you're telling me. Um, And because Smash still looks incredible on the go. One of our fans
2: actually on Twitter sent us a message talking about all the graphical bugs in the game too. I don't know mm. if you've encountered any of those, Yes,
0: but yes.
2: He was talking a little bit about that as well. That was uh, a Danny. little
0: hiccups here. Danny, yep, yep. I, little hiccups here and there. Um, nothing, like, super noticeable for me, but I've seen it. I've seen it happen. Hmm. But, like, the thing people get... I, all I'm saying, my larger point here, to be concise, is that... I think they should have just discounted the game price-wise, because I'm not getting the same product as the counterparts. I'm not... I... I think the game is great. I'm enjoying it on the Switch. I'm not saying that. And I know this is a controversial point of view because it makes it sound like it's they're playing favorites. But if you can objectively say that you're getting a better product on the consoles, like because of how much they have to down res everything, it's just why not sell it for fifty or forty? You know what I mean? Like it's it's very noticeable. It's nothing like anything I've played on the Switch so far. Like everything I played on the Switch has generally looked gorgeous, from Donkey Kong to Smash. I mean, how do you guys feel about that? Am I crazy? Like, is it just the way it is and I need to suck it up? Like, do you guys have any thoughts on
2: this? Well, maybe you're sacrificing graphics for portability, and that's just kind of what you have to live with at the end of the day. So maybe it's still justified for it being a $60 game because of its portability. I don't necessarily agree with that, but I'm just saying maybe that's what you're going to have to come to, like the resolution you're going to have to come to for spending the $60 on it.
4: Mm. Yeah. I don't well, know. Fish, I don't still, leave. He's, he's go- it I'm does. It doesn't. It doesn't look
3: as, as good. I don't really care about it looking as good as the other consoles, but I do care about it looking as good as other things on the Switch. And that does seem yes. like they're yeah. having a hard time figuring out the hardware. Um, And it is different. Like, nobody uses cartridges anymore. It's kind of a... Yeah. They're, they're well, going to have to get that. And, yeah. Uh, Especially, yeah. it, Sorry. It, it may not be a problem going forward because the cartridges basically have not no load time, but significantly, significantly less than discs. Um, and so that looks like it's going to be kind of the way gaming is going going forward, at least with the PS5. Um, so maybe companies will be a little bit more inclined to, to start optimizing in that direction. I don't. I don't know. I don't know the the ins and outs of the differences between the hardware, besides the really obvious stuff. But it does seem strange that they're not able to make it look as good as you know.
0: Dude, even other the stuff menus. On. The fucking mm. the menus look bad. Like that. Mm. Sh- the first second I turned the game on, the menus look like down res. Like you're looking at somebody on a webcam kind of. Mm. And I was like, oh, I immediately had buyers regret. Now here's the thing. I'm still having a great time. I still think I'm. I think the actual game is great. I legitimately believe that, and I would love to break down the specifics of this compared to Smash with you guys. Maybe next week we have more time and a guest because mm-hmm. I have a lot of thoughts on that. But all I'm saying is, I think Shay just made me think of something though. I I I just realized in life how often we pay for convenience. Um. Oh, I'll yeah. pay Happy Tummy Taxi to deliver this food to my house, and it's going to cost way more money, but I don't have to move. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the convenience of the portability is probably how most people will rationalize it
3: yeah i mean buying a cup of coffee costs about 10 times more than making it yes so. for sure yes, and buying right.
2: buying a prostitute probably costs 10 times more than just going to find a girl at the local bar
3: by the hour i mean long term <laughs> it's they're mm. comparable
0: long
2: long term yeah, yeah. we're not <laughs> talking about long term we're talking about short term josh mm.
0: It's true. The convenience there, the guarantee. Um, it's, <laughs> those long-term fees will start. Ra- if that relationship goes well, those long-term fees will start racking up. Um, and uh, my larger point was just like also what Josh said. I just when I bought it, I thought it was going to look as good as Smash Brothers. That's mm-hmm. why I was comfortable putting my money toward it. And it doesn't. But I know Nintendo's designing for the the Switch and all this. I get it. And they're probably a better developer overall and blah blah blah. And I know it looks gorgeous on consoles. I'm just saying, as a consumer, I'm like, there's no way this will look worse than Smash. It'll at least mm. be on par with Smash. But it's really noticeable in the backgrounds. Like, the backgrounds on the console are gorgeous. Mm. Uh, and there's so much going on in, in the backgrounds. These levels are so intricate. Like, giant alien bugs and shit walking around. And, like, waves rocking up on this boat. But on the Switch, it's like, I jump back to the PlayStation, early PlayStation 3 or something, or 2. It's just, mm. it's 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 stark. Um but the cutscenes and everything look great because Is they're it just rendered Ned idiot. Stark. Great job. <laughs> 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 it's very, it's very netty. Um uh, fish went to the bathroom, so he missed the most important part. Uh anyways, I'll do I'll save more on that next week. I don't need to go crazy on this show. Those are the first important things that I really wanted to get off my chest. Um Just think they should have sold it for maybe like
3: at least bucks. it was on uh, your chest.
4: Oh We're t- I, no, I was gonna make that.
2: that joke, but I figured I'd let you make it, Josh. I I, I knew okay, I could trust you.
0: you. <laughs> yeah. Damn it all to hell. Oh, well, this would be a good time.
2: I, I will say this, Morgan. If it becomes cheaper or on sale for a reasonable cost, granted you bought it on the Switch, so actually there'd be no point in me buying <laughs> it to play with myself. Yeah, Never mind.
0: See now and that's another thing that sucks is I pigeonholed myself. Well, I just figured that well you no know, Shay, you might get a Switch. You you plan on getting one this year, you said, right?
2: Yeah. You have to play Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, I gotta like, wait until they announce, like they officially announce and start retailing the the new Switch, whenever that is.
0: Unless Pokemon comes first. Gotta get Pokemon. Well,
2: if it no, comes no. first I can wait on Pokemon. It's not going anywhere.
0: Oh no, you did not say that. Oh no, you did it. Oh no, you did it. <laughs>
2: I mean, I didn't even finish. I didn't even
0: finish the last one. I got bored of it. Yeah, the last one, crap. No, it wasn't crap. It was fine. But yeah, mm-hmm. Sun and Moon doesn't count. We're gonna wipe that from our memory
2: well, look,
3: forever. Sun and uh, not the Sun and Don't Moon like go actually down had some of the best post game, but getting there was
2: yeah. Not and great. I've heard that it had yes. some really good content. I just uh, seriously, for me, I honestly, honestly, honestly think it was. The Rotom deck set just completely ruined it for me. Like anytime time I was enjoying <laughs> the, the game, fucking Rotom decks. the fucking Rotom decks. Every time I was like, I "Dude, I can't do this oh, anymore." That was cute. Like what if I now? wanted to play listen. Dora the Explorer listen. on my handheld, I would buy a Dora. Wait,
4: well,
0: I thought that was the Zelda thing. Listen, it looks like you're using. Hey, listen.
3: Yeah. Anyway, it's oh, that's why just- they did it.
0: Um, yeah, that's a good segue because Navi I'm holding in my kid. hand. A broken Segway. Hmm. Um, I'm holding in my. <laughs> that's okay, Josh. I'm sorry. Uh, it... <laughs> I'm holding in my hand a Pokemon. Yes, that's right. A very special Pokemon that I can't. I can't even describe how great it feels to have my fingers wrapped around this beautiful, sassy chew because it's shaped like a cock. That's right. This is a Pokemon that's shaped like a cock. Now, what the hell is going on? Is this some sort of sick dream, nightmare, fantasy I'm having? Well, this yes. Shaking his head. <laughs> 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 it sure is. Fish, can you help me out here? Like, what the hell am I talking about? I, that looks like a... Oh,
1: I know that. I know that character. That's a Sasichu. That's a a Sasichu? Yes. You don't recognize him by the, the rubber condoms over his hands to keep him from electrocuting his opponents uh, to death? Because, you know, there's only fainting in Pokemon. And, You're right. You know, yeah,
0: right. Ass. Oh it's a, man. It's a he lubes I mean.
2: them to exhaustion.
0: <laughs> exhaustion. Uh, how appropriate. <laughs> Sassy Sassy Chew will bring you to exhaustion, um, with his lightning bolts. Oh man, I have a story, a gross story about. You still? Oh, I still see the blood splotch in there. I, how is no, that? No, it's, no it's not here. in there. He just, he just flipped Fucking the mug around. It's
3: like just still blood caked on. What? It's not blood, all right. How long would it take you to guys... just rinse it out, so we don't have to see this every getting... week? Jesus,
0: I'm getting self-conscious about my satchu mug here. So get something new.
2: Get one of the new characters from our sponsor, D, they... such yeah. as the John Snow. Was it John? John? I always forget his name. John Fro.
1: John Fro. Good job. Fro. John Fro. John Fro. John Fro. <laughs> or the
2: the Sam. Oh, fuck what is the other one the new one the sam one
0: this is going this is going swimmingly <laughs> i forgot the names how did i forget the names
2: i reviewed them before
0: the podcast god damn it get the new game of thrones inspired merchandise from sassy d merch yeah yeah it's in it's in time with the biggest episodes of the game of thrones history so uh, sassy d merch they're a sponsor friends they do great stuff fabulous dick art for the friends and family sassy as well Um. So, please go give them a follow. And now my real so so. Uh, we got some other fun stuff to talk about here. Uh, I want to split this all up really quickly with the 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 fun polls. I'm just gonna fly through, and then we have a serious one, and then we're gonna talk some games, and then we have some Patreon shoutouts and, and a quick a topic to end the show with. So, um, man, it's already getting beefy. I can't believe we had two topics this week. What the hell were we thinking? It's like we just don't learn our lesson um <laughs> technically one got erased from history but hmm. it still existed um just like the story in mortal Kombat, we're messing with time it's perfect um so th- the serious poll question was do you think the playstation 5 will cost more than 500 dollars or less this was inspired by a fight that me and josh and shay and fish had last week uh it was a very spirited debate and if you missed that episode you should go check it out because we talked about the playstation 5 for a long long time and i said you know what Let's go going right up on the polls to see what people think oh josh let me tell you you're gonna love this are you ready are you prepared for this Somebody give me the yes. I can't yeah. see you guys right now.
3: Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I keep forgetting that you can't see us once you open other things on your phone. There, we're not used to the protocol here. It wasn't huge, but <laughs> that's what she said. But fifty f- by you can't. 54, you can't.
0: <laughs> you can't do that to yourself. I didn't intentionally set myself up. It just.
4: It doesn't didn't matter. You, it, didn't it you? Does-
3: I didn't <laughs> was, you can't, I was just you saying, can't
2: yeah. ask a classroom like who's the best teacher in the school and be like raise your own hand and be like oh it's me that's the same concept there
4: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, but Shay has done that before oh every day <laughs> every day like I ask the question I'm like you know I'm in there with my Japanese co-teacher and I'm like who's the better teacher me or this pile of shit and they're always like that pile of shit and I'm like
1: fuck
0: a pile of shit um it wasn't a huge margin of victory (laughs) oh god we can't get away from it but 54% of our audience 54% of our audience said 500 or under siding with me but it wasn't a huge margin it wasn't like an obliteration I would say it was a Hmm. I'm
2: confused how 54% of our fans thought that when when the ps4 first came out it
0: was $600 It's a new era. It's a new era, my
4: friend.
0: Mm. I guess we'll see. You guys get ready to get those tattoos, baby. I'm more confused
3: because 500 was in both options.
0: 500 or over, 500 or under. I (laughs) wonder. Meaning if your
3: guess is 500, you can pick anything. Which may have been part of our issue with...
0: Oh, the want me quite so close, I mean, come on. Yes, that's ridiculous. Come on, guys. <laughs> they know what I meant. No, they're we're... smart followers. Yeah, I hope so. I hope that. Worked out. If, if Fish is going to lose, he's getting a tattoo of Goro right above his fucking asshole. Um, just I want him to just get that all...
2: Mister Mime Tramp stamp that he's been that alluding we've been... to all this time.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Man, and then we could show it off because fish has such a ripped. He literally
2: that... he literally would never get another girlfriend ever again if he really That did. is not true. <laughs> that is not true.
0: I
3: People love Pokemon. Yeah, sure and Mr. You're Mime, Mime about has about such it. a huge fan base. Dude, it's the <laughs> Why do you well, they that put him on, on your
2: back, Anthony?
1: <laughs> uh, that's not a clown, that's Mr. Mime. It's a Pokemon. Second uh, That's even worse.
0: So, no, no,
4: no, no. Dude, That's just you, my
1: ass
0: clown. Pokemon tattoos would get you laid nowadays. I'm telling you. That's a fact. Um... Well, then, how about you know. fuck him, Morgan? <laughs>
4: I've
0: tried. <laughs> Been trying for years.
3: Doesn't compete with um, a couch.
0: <laughs> Uh, so the fun polls that I did were basically Mortal Kombat versus Pokemon. So I'm gonna quickly go through the winners of round one and two, and I just thought of a brilliant contender for round three. You guys can hear, about those live on the podcast. I was looking it up. Apparently, Scorpion's element is fire, so it's gonna be Scorpion versus Charizard, and that shit's gonna be fucking close. I'll tell you what, some Pokemon winners in here. Um all right so Machamp beat Goro 61% to 39% which I think is a crock of shit. Uh Raiden beat Raichu barely, barely 53% to 47 which I think is a crock of shit. Um you hear that fish? Marowak lost to Shao Kahn 50 uh 44% to 56. So because they both have the cute little bone skulls, I thought that would be.
4: Mhm.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, Marowak's Bone Skull is a lot more cuter, though. You mean Q Bones? Uh, or do you you like Marowak's? You think Marowak's is cuter?
1: Uh, uh, yeah. Well, that's who is up against Shao Kahn, right?
0: In round one. Did you mm. vote in round two? I did, yeah. Okay, okay. Of course,
1: so I after... <laughs> voted
0: for all my <laughs> Pokemon. Right. Good man, good man. But yeah, you know, Fish is right. In round two, I was so mad. That I said, what about Cubone versus Shao Kahn? And it was so close. Cubone had the lead literally 23 of the 24 hours. And in the last second, lost Mm. to Shao Kahn. That's a
1: shame.
0: 1%. Now, Cubone looks more like Shao Kahn, I think, with uh, his mask. Don't you think so? Yeah. He's got spikes on his head. Yeah. And his eyes are more exposed and it's more jagged underneath. Mm-hmm. So, and Cubone's more popular. Marowak yeah. kind of gets dirty thrifted, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean by that.
3: <laughs> Yeah, that's a phrase. If <laughs> yeah,
0: Fish knows a good dirty thrift, when he sees one, I sure do. Uh, these are both, like, Icy Ninjas. Grey Ninja lost big time to Sub-Zero. That was a surprise, right, Shay? Grey Ninja getting yeah. his ass kicked?
2: Yeah, well, you know... Sub Zero is—he uh, is probably one of the top two most iconic characters of that entire game, between him and Raiden. So realistically, it makes sense. Uh, oh, but wow. I think Gray Ninja is a much cooler character, and I was sad personally that Gray Ninja lost. Gray Ninja is one of my favorites. He's actually one of the top Pokemon in Japan. I think he's, like, one of the top three most popular really? Pokemon in Japan, yeah. So.
0: Is there, like, a special list for Pokemon yeah. that are popular in Japan? Yes, there is. Shit, I need to find that, son. Um, alright. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I didn't mean to call One and son.
3: two are Pikachu and Yoshi. <clears throat>
1: Good God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yoshi's moves are the worst, too.
0: Ugh. That tongue lick-a-tongue versus yoshi um anyways drapeon is a scorpion pokemon that got obliterated by scorpion but scorpion will be facing charizard so get ready get ready to get your ass kicked septile got his ass kicked by reptile which is expected because septile is pretty lame right yeah
2: i didn't even remember that pokemon (laughs)
0: <laughs> who is that he still got 40 percent of the votes that's kind of high that's kind of weird yeah
3: right? literally my only only recognition of septile was that i think i saw him in a pokeball at some point while playing through super smash brothers here recently <laughs> and that was like the only point of reference i had there everything else was just gone balls. about that creature He's
0: got big pus sacks mm. on his back. It's really gross, actually. Um, yeah, he was the third starter of a really cool Gen 3 Pokemon uh, with Trico. Trico evolves into SEPTA, which is a shame, because everyone was disappointed with that, I think. Yeah. Generally. So Reptile moves on. Now, this I thought would be fun, Josh. I thought we could give Gengar some love, because he's a ghost, and there's a wraith character in Noob Sabat, who basically looks like a black scorpion um and he was a joke character in the early mortal Kombat's kind of and then they ended up making him like a real character now mm. um he's actually a pretty badass just barely squeaked out a win over gengar sorry about that
3: yeah that's sad
2: that was the most offensive of them all mm-hmm. gengar is one of the well, coolest pokemon
3: he's like the only passable ghost type from the first gen and like yeah he's kind of Actually, in
2: most Gens, he's really one of the only passable
3: ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's had to carry that for a while without an awful lot of help.
0: And I was trying to think of people with spiky arms, and I thought of Kabutops, the legendary Gen 1 Pokemon, and I put him up against Baraka and his spike arms, and again, you know, maybe they were just good matchups because it was another nail-biter, 51-49. But of course, Baraka took...
3: Well, okay. that makes sense, because so. who's ever gonna revive Kabutops when Pterodactyl <laughs> is your alternative? Oh,
0: fuck no! Really? You went for the... What? No, get out of here. No,
1: that no, you get Aerodactyl, I Aerodactyl, not, yeah. Uh, no, matter. You, you always get Aerodactyl. No, though. you have it to choose between... which fossil you want. No, it was, yeah. betw- it was between Kabu-
0: Kabuto and
3: <gasps> the He's right
0: He's right, yeah. Fish is right. No. no. Josh no. Fish just schooled you. He just schooled you it's on the
1: podcast.
3: What is the other one?
1: Hold on, I'm looking. Abenite. Abenite. It's that swirly Pokemon with the swirly shell and the thingy sticking out of it, the tentacles.
0: Oh, you sound so cute when you say swirly Pokemon. <laughs> mm. uh,
4: no,
0: uh, uh, it's uh, Josh. Uh, Josh. Mm-hmm. You don't have to look it up. You just take my word for it. Uh, look uh, it up, Josh. Josh just, Josh will not be bested in any sort of competition, Pokemon or otherwise. Will. He will. He just did. So you get the amber fossil, Josh, yeah. and it kinda, and it turns That's, into... No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because
3: yeah, you get the first one for showing up there, and then they ask mm-hmm. you to do something with the other two. That, well, yeah. you,
1: you get one at Mount Moon, yeah, to be yeah, that Yeah, you precise, take there the first time, and know?
3: then they ask you for the second one. That's how it went. I'm for, mm-hmm. I completely forgot about the third one, which is, yeah, whatever that other one is that nobody's ever gotten. No. Yeah. No one. No one's ever gotten that snail. Dude. I yeah. No one the likes name. the snail. Yeah.
0: Um. It's almond. Um, yeah. Almanite, and it's dumb as fuck. Yeah. Honestly. That's that's why I completely
3: I, blanked it out because no one has ever revived that fossil in in I any did, playthrough. of the On my game. first
1: playthrough. I got him. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't well, because you didn't, know. I, yeah. you didn't, didn't you know. If you
3: don't know, know. You, end up, you end up getting him by accident. Oh, yeah. and you were sad. You mm. were a sad... Well I, did,
1: I, well, I didn't even know for the longest time what the other Pokemon was until I actually went through the game again and got yeah. the other one, and I was just like, oh. Yeah,
3: yeah. you unfortunately didn't have friends up. to warn you beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really love that
0: Kabuto looked like those crabs I would see at SeaWorld, mm-hmm. those horseshoe crabs. Looks, yeah. it was just those things yeah, were pretty- I
3: completely forgot about that snail. Yeah, Kabuto
0: Kabutops was a bad motherfucker. Yeah, though. he was badass. Yeah,
3: that's I. Uh, yeah, I just completely blanked that out because yeah, I'm sorry, Fish. Yeah, yeah, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Let's give okay. Fish's props. He's so very right. <laughs> no, no, on no the I'm the sorry podcast, that he guys. had the snail.
4: That's oh. that's the that's oh, the I truly really sad thing. Pro- no, here. I
1: want the I want the other apology. I don't care sure
4: about that one. <laughs> Is
0: that what the apology? Give it to me. Give me the apology. Josh doesn't apologize, fish. You know that. Mm. Yeah, I know. It's just not in his his genetics. Um, we did uh, so that'll be fun. We'll be have some more rounds next week. Uh, and we're really trying hard to get a Mortal Combat expert. I'm not gonna say who. I'm trying to get a Mortal Kombat expert on the podcast. Stay tuned. Um, so Josh, you played Dusker on the Twitch stream this week. A uh, very weird looking game. Like the 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 art for the game looked really cool, like a creepy, like horror space thing, but the gameplay looked I could not even describe it's a it. Tough so tell sell. what's
3: um Yeah. It is a space salvage game where you're controlling like a group of drones that you can send into these different derelicts to try to retrieve supplies and stuff to continue whatever you're doing uh getting home doing it's not really defined all that well at the beginning i don't know if that's explained as you go but to get as far as possible in this uh Rogue-like type survival, salvaging game. Um,
0: when you say get as far as possible, you mean like toward what? I don't know.
3: That's the thing. Like I've just played my first oh, okay. playthrough on the stream, um, and uh, yeah, like it's 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 interesting because the way you control them is uh, kind of from this command line interface that you have with its own. Own set of commands for moving all these things around and activating their abilities and stuff. Um, Cause you're command line interface, like like like, like you're like playing as like whatever. I don't know if it's supposed to be human or just whatever AI is in the ship, but you're not you're not the drones yourself. You're kind of controlling them from from back on the safety of the ship as you send them into these these wrecks trying to recover stuff. Um, okay, and. Uh, yeah, like it's it's really engaging because it is kind of it's kind of got that horror aspect that a lot of the games lost. You have tank controls. They're I mean they're it's because the game is completely top down, it's more like Asteroids controls if anything because you're you know, you just slowly turn the ships with the left and right uh-huh. keys and then push forward and backwards to move forward and back. So you don't you don't you're not particularly graceful moving these things around. So if anything You know, any sort of alien life form shows up on these ships. You can't do an awful lot about it, like from a combat perspective. Like, you've got to plan ahead and, um, you know, just try to have the advantage on any enemy that shows up before they even get there. Otherwise, you're already in a bad spot. Um, And then, because the whole game is built around trying to get as far as possible, if you're screwing up and wasting a bunch of resources with these encounters, Uh, it just hurts your chances long term. Um, so it in in a lot of ways it kind of gives a lot of the same gameplay predicaments that you were put in in a lot of the early horror games where resources were so scarce uh, and enemies were so threatening because of it. Um, which was really cool. Uh, going through there. Um,
0: What does the actual like gameplay feel like with your ship? Are you shooting? Are you like? I'm trying to visualize what the actual like threat feels like. What you know, you ex- explain the movement, but like Yeah,
3: um is it's it's so far I've seen like other drones that are basically the same speed as me but can just like shoot back. Um and then also a few like I don't know what, but like some sort of some sort of organic threat that are really fast. Like you open the door and they'll just instantly be on you and kill you um if you when you say
0: organic threat do you see it like what does it look like yeah
3: they look like little alien looking things it's hard to tell because like the only information you have from the ship is the camera feeds from all these drones that you're controlling um and kind of like on a like a top-down uh map sort of a view um and it's not particularly reliable because you're using these you know crappy drones that could just give out at any moment and even their camera feeds are just like flickery and uh it's just it's it's hard to tell what you're looking at a lot of the time in a good way because it just it gives you a lot of that same sort of feeling as uh, like the old early p s one and p s2 horror games um just from the way they're presenting you with the information that's there um interesting yeah. Yeah did you like it i did i'm i'm gonna play some more definitely um i don't feel like i'm good at it yet just because there's more of a learning curve here than with these old you know a lot of the older horror games just from the control scheme of you know having commands to give the uh, all the different drones you're controlling so there's just a okay. whole lot, a whole lot to learn. So I, I, I feel Lots like learn, it's, yeah. I feel like it's got room to improve and kind of, yeah, yeah. It's it's, a, it's Interesting. a cool puzzle. Dusker, cool game. Never heard of it. Where the fuck did you hear about it? I don't remember where I hear, heard about it. I don't know if it was some of the Game of the Year awards, um, like some of the just you know like the more artistic stuff that they've been talking about, like developer type stuff. But yeah, I, I remember hearing about. It so somewhere. it's older. It's so it was an older from game. last year yeah oh okay okay okay. summer i think last sometime last year i i I don't know exactly when but yeah
0: so it might have been nominated for something kind of Mm -hmm. off the beaten path Mm -hmm. so to speak all right interesting well that stream went uh was fun um so we'll see how that continues to go i see yeah dusker um let's see already talked about mk11 we all finished katana zero um, we we could save our story spoilers for next week because if Shay is gone, we may be able to spoil the shit out of it. Um <laughs> without worrying about ruining it for him. Um and yeah, so that was uh besides me pumping my own interview, which will be up next week, which I'm excited about. That's uh pretty good. Fish, how'd you feel without going into specifics of the spoilers, how did you feel finishing Katana Zero overall? Um Um Give me your thoughts. it's I felt like
1: I, I was left wanting some more of it, and um, I, I beat the game like late into the morning, or I guess early morning, because it was like 3 o'clock in the morning whenever I finally beat it. Um, it was the second time I actually picked up the game, the first time I only put in about an hour into it, um, and then I just, just rolled right through it. Um, it's a very short game, um, and I was left wanting more from it, but I was very satisfied when it did end, um, it wasn't until later that I just got this weird Jonesing addiction feeling. To, to play it uh,
0: more? <laughs> yeah, to play more of it. And I was just
1: like What, what? weird. Damn. Yeah, it was it was very fucking weird. And there was two contributing factors of the game that uh uh was uh was what was wanted me to go back to it and that was the music. The music is fucking phenomenal in that game. Um, And the gameplay. And for some reason, like, just those two simple things were enough to just, like... And the thing is, like, once you beat the game, you could go through and play whatever level you want. So I went to the levels where I thought the track was just amazing. And the actual difficulty of it was fairly difficult. And so I went to the bunker and, like just went through that whole section of going through the first bunker second bunker and then finally to uh the boss and um yeah um the, the tracks in, on all three of those were pretty great um and yeah it's uh i got that fix from it and like every once in a while like i'll just get us now you're a, good. You got well, that fixed. Now you're good. <sighs> I'm good, but then like I'll get another fi- hankering uh, for it. So I'm just like, oh, well, what else can I do in this game? And I looked up that you can actually unlock different uh, weapons in the game. So I did that, and now there's really nothing left to do in the yeah, game. it's pretty so, thin.
0: Yeah. Well, and you can approach the situations differently. I felt differently. Fish when I finished it, I was like, that's perfect. That was the perfect amount of katana zero.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love the hell out of it. Yeah. I am done. Oh. um just because so like the you're yeah. not gonna
1: play the dlc or anything huh
0: no no i definitely will i mean oh, of what's okay. there i i might go i went back through it a little bit just to to listen to more music before the interview and uh-huh. then i listened to a lot of music online i just started listening to the soundtrack in my car so i got that fix nice. without the oh, game okay. yeah so, um but the game is great. I just... it was Because there's not a lot... There's not, like, RPG elements. There's not really loot. There's not... The only reason to go back... It's like Hotline Miami. You wouldn't go back to Hotline Miami unless you just want to play the game more. Which I did. I played a little more of it, you know? Right. But it's... it. You get, you know... I felt satisfied. What about you, Josh? Have you gone back to uh, dip your toes in there anymore? Not
3: yet. I've been kind of waiting for the DLC. Um, Which, yeah. Not exactly... In the immediate future, but uh, yeah, no, definitely, no. definitely looking forward to playing some more of it. Uh, yeah, yeah, It's really enjoyed what I played with it. The uh, the the. Not gonna talk about the ending at all, but kind of like you said, it, it felt like it ended well. Um. I, again, I feel like it's an act one break more than anything, but I don't. Yeah, but I think it weird. works in this sort of genre kind of a pulpy type of like I, I think in pulp type stuff acting on like ending on what should be a bigger story's act one break works really well um like like kill bill like well kill bill like in the first matrix like it, it tells a full story like it's got its own arc in there but it feels mm. like oh look at all the other cool stuff this could go on to be you don't need any of the rest of that stuff. Just having the promise of it feels really mm-hmm. good in that sort of a pulpy story. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I I I enjoyed how it wrapped everything up there. So
0: one thing I joked with the composer about was I told him that I like the uh, the music he wrote all for now. He had a really good story about it. It's that really epic music that plays during the boss fights.
5: Yeah.
0: That really <laughs> creepy music. Um he, we talked a lot about that because there were some cool stories about that, but I told him, I was like, I I knew how to beat the boss, but I just kept dying because I didn't want the song to end, so. <laughs> yeah,
1: I felt the same way whenever I was fighting the last boss because um, that music was so good as well, and like, I beat it, and I was just like, wait, wait, I, I really want to just go back and die mm-hmm.
0: and <laughs> just keep fighting <laughs> that boss. Yeah, Dude, even if the, even if the game was just boss runs, I still think it would have been awesome. I mean, it would have been a very different thing, but yeah, like Cuphead style boss runs would have still been cool because the bosses were very memorable, and uh, yeah,
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: good did a good job of keeping it fresh. Um, it's I'm happy that game's doing well. It was number two on the Switch, ironically right behind Cuphead, and they announced they sold a hundred thousand copies already. So that thing looks like it's destined to at least sell half a million copies before. Other games probably punch it out of Oblivion. Sort of like a Hotline Miami kind of impact that looks like it might have. Um, I think releasing it on the Switch was very smart for them. I really do. Yeah. Did You know what's fucking crazy, though? When I was doing research for the podcast, I was finding articles about that game that was expected to release in 2016. They've been working on that thing since 2013. That's a long time Mm -hmm. to invest in a a game that we beat in like a day. Great game! But Jesus Christ! man that's that's the labor of love you know that thing's gotta hit um so i let's get to some patreon shout outs so this is gonna be a lot of fun um we always prepare our patreon shout outs and for those that have stuck with us if you go to patreon.com slash you can support us there we have a special five dollar tier now the cool thing about this is you get access to a top secret instagram page i promote this a lot on our instagram uh this is a secret page where you get it's kind of like a you know, it's exactly what it sounds like it's like a private club inside jokes secret videos you name it um rare footage everything you could possibly want as a fan of the show you can only wow. find here inchage oh well no, that's true that's true there's, there's a... <laughs> Good. good um. It's a fun place. People seem to enjoy it, but it's it's designed to be that. Like a hard club hard hard club. Ooh. I want to go there too. Uh it's a hardcore place for people that want a companion piece of the podcast and also support us at the same time. You know what I mean? So you're supporting us in the process. Um, but even if you don't, if you do our three dollar tier, we you also get a shout out as well. Um and of course we have a special twenty dollar tier that gets you a Skype session, which is a lot of fun. And if you want to meet us and talk to us, we did one today, we did one last week we get to meet tomorrow listeners and they are super fun. And we schedule those usually right before the podcast. So, um but you get a special shout out. So, let's get right to it. We have perform, we have a little skit prepared uh to do our Patreon shout outs and uh it's it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Um we <laughs> we may have a Shay emergency here live on the podcast. We're worried that Shay may have uh you just stroked <laughs> off there. The cro he did not get his chronos refill mm. and he's in he's in real trouble um stroked off is that what you said Josh
3: mm-hmm. out, <laughs> he, out, he
4: passed after a,
3: maybe two different things out.
0: he stroked off nah, i think stroked <laughs> out sounds good I'm all stroked out guys <laughs> I have to tell it to my wife often she, I'm all stroked out babe sorry um are you ready fish? I'm ready.
4: Ready, Shay!
0: In a world
5: of superheroes and villains, the state of power ebbs and flows. Superheroes, driving back the evil villains and thwarting their attempts to dominate the world. Villains, new and old, hell-bent on controlling the average population, making them give in to their plots. It's a cyclical nature that balances itself out. A villain, by the name of Nanthros, has used his limitlessness glove to make most of our heroes disappear. Now, the heroes that remain must make a difficult choice. If they're to rescue the missing, they must acquire some heroes for hire.
1: Can I help
5: you? Yes, it is I, Cosmic Man. I am here with my fellow heroes, No More Evil and the Kev.
1: We Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Did you just say the superhero name was the Kev? <laughs> what kind of superhero name is that?
3: Uh, hold on a second.
5: Yeah?
1: Yeah. Sure. Got it.
5: It seems I have made a mistake. The Kev. Has recently changed his name to... The Reverend. much better. As I was saying, we seek heroes to defeat the dastardly Nanthros with his limitlessness glove. He has evaporated most of our compadre. Without strength in numbers, we are
1: lost. Okay, so do you want normal heroes, the superheroes, the super deluxe heroes, the super deluxe premium heroes, the super deluxe ultra premium heroes, the mega super deluxe ultra premium heroes, or do you want the mystery heroes? What's the difference? Sir, read the sign yourself. Now, what would you like? <laughs> huh.
4: No. Well, yeah.
1: I can't understand this
4: either.
5: Let's just take all the mega super deluxe ultra premiums, uh-huh. the super deluxe ultra premiums, the super deluxe premiums, and you want to throw in a couple mystery ones?
4: Uh-huh. No. I mean,
5: hey, who knows what we're going to get.
4: Uh-huh.
5: Okay. Okay, my good sir. We will take all of your mega super deluxe ultra premiums, your super deluxe ultra premiums, the super deluxe premiums, and two of your mystery heroes. We need them
1: post-haste, for we must defeat- Yeah, that'll be $2,094.72.
5: I'm sorry, good sir. Am I correct in thinking that you are charging money for us to save the world? that's right but sir our friends and fellow heroes gare bear tony the tiger red man richie maestro stretch woman aka lisa larry the tiger the king citizen kane quintillion man gill beat on them
4: cheeks <laughs> God damn it! Uh,
5: uh, Eric the Sly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Epidemic. <sighs> Why this guy? Gore in space and and. Uh, and Danny Prism are in dire need of assistance. We will, not dis- we will not win this battle without
1: them. Please, won't you help us? Sure. Great, my good sir. For $2,094.72. <laughs> <laughs> but sir, we do not have any
5: currency. Our good deeds are not paid. We do it to save the world.
1: Dude, I don't care. Either pay or get out of my store. Sir,
5: how much money do you have? Sure. Okay, let me grab it. Hmm. Huh? Okay, let's see what this will buy us.
4: Huh.
5: Sir, we have one hundred and twelve dollars. What will that get us?
1: You can take the two mystery heroes. Sweet victory! Please wait a minute while I go get him.
0: I'm
4: Pierce
0: Man! Let's go dick down some bad guys and give them a real whacking.
5: We're fucking out of here.
0: <laughs> Why do I got to whack the bad guys? Why do I got to whack the bad guys? Oh, fuck. Fish. <clears throat> wow. Fish cannot read the word twenty apparently to save his no, life. No, he cannot. No, he cannot. But
2: that's okay. <laughs>
0: twice, twice he said two thousand. I was like, this is amazing. It's like a blind spot. At least he was consistent. Oh. At least he, he was. was consistent. He was. It worked. It would have been weird if he went to... Yeah, they there.
2: Yeah. But, anyways, so the serious part of the Patreon shout-outs, we want to thank you guys so much. Um, you know, our, sorry, Gil Beasy. I thought that was the best name. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I hope you don't lie. <laughs> uh,
2: but uh, we really want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Like the the fact that like I logged in this morning uh, to Skype. I was working on the Patreon script this morning, and the fact that I was able to log into the Patreon and see another new Patreon member like it continues to blow my mind. That you know. We connect with people and that they're willing to give us their hard earned money to keep our dream alive. I mean, at the end of the day, like to not stroke our egos or anything like that. To me, it's amazing that I can, I get to do what I love with my friends and I get to make new friends out of it in you guys, like the Patreon supporters and even just the normal listeners. And you guys are continually willing to support us. And something we kind of alluded to earlier, um, even like with the, the new Skype calls that we're doing like that even blows us away that you know we get to connect with our fans on all these different levels and we we get to make friends out of it so like really honestly I don't I don't I'm not employing hyperbole when I say it blows my mind is it a bit of an exaggeration probably a tiny bit which is what hyperbole is but it it's just amazing so seriously thank you guys from the bottom of our hearts like it means so much to us that Thank Not you. only do you guys, you know, get, give us your hard-earned money to continue this, but we get to connect with you guys, and you guys give us time out of your day for us to just act like idiots and have fun. Um, so seriously, thank you guys. We appreciate it so much. to Every one of you guys, any down from the dollar mm-hmm. tier, from the $3 tier, the $5 tier, the $20 tier, any amount of money you guys give, it's. I'm telling you, it's greatly appreciated. Thank you so much.
0: Absolutely. It helps if you have a wife in your bay look, babe. I know I spent a lot of time on this. If it was just a $0 Patreon influx, it'd be looking real bad. Real bad for Papa Momo. I'll tell you what. Um, and Papa Fish yeah. too. No. Papa Josh. It's just it's great. It's great. I just seriously appreciate it so much. Thank you. Yes, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And if you'd like to meet us, you should definitely look for that $20 tier cuz we want to meet you patreoncom sword okay. Uh, so all right, so let's wrap it up. I, the t- I think we should probably cut the timeless topic. Uh, I mean, we're we've gone a little long. Um, we, there was so basically what happened for people still listening is that we had a topic of the show planned, but we felt like it was a little too reflective of a topic we had done a while back about what makes games age well, and we did get I think seven or eight comments on the post, and then that's why I took it down. It wasn't because you know, we were somehow shunning those comments. They were incredible. It was just we felt like it was a little bit redundant, uh, and that's why we we kind of changed it. Um, and but so we did do a show back in the day about why games age better than others to us. So you can always you should go look for that. Um, maybe I'll message those people that left comments, and I'll I'll kind of direct them to that show number as well. And uh, we've been going a little long here, so I think we should cut that. That's the yeah. unfortunate twist, one, you know. One thing
2: is like. <clears throat> going forward i mean we're still able to think of creative topics we have some kind of on the back burner that we're going to be bringing up in the coming weeks but you know there's going to come like this is something that i know for me specifically i stress out a ton the other guys here probably don't stress out near as much um is retreading some topics and one of the things we kind of want to avoid you know full disclosure going forward is retreading we don't want to do that because you know, there are people, some of you out there, as we have just outlined, who are paying your hard-earned money, and for us to retread things kind of seems like a slap in the face in a way. Um, so, I mean, if if you guys want to send us any kind of private message on the social media or send us an email at swordchomp.com, at swordchomp at gmail.com, excuse me, uh, that lets us know, like, how you feel about that. That would be great. Like, just letting us know if retreading topics is something you guys would Rather us avoid if doing it once in a while and not that, that doesn't mean like every other week that literally means like once every few months or once every three months if you're okay with that, you know if it's been enough time in between the topics or you guys are cool with it whatever whatever the case may be, just let us know let us know that's something that kind of we we've been tossing around back and forth as you know like we've been doing this show for quite a while, so it might be something that. Like, we start pulling some weird topics out of our asses as we've done a lot of I, the more inspired I ones. I think the goal... Like, and they're not going to be as easy to talk to, maybe in the future. So, just any opinions on that, give us a shout-out, like a private message or an email. That'd be great. Just kind of help us out there. Make the show as appealing for you guys. And as yeah, Josh not- said, putting them squarely
0: on your chest. On your chest where on they're supposed chest. to be. Not your lap. Because that's for weirdos like me, and 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 like like what Shay is saying, um, we're like with the topic we had this week. This week, you're still hanging around on the podcast at this point. Now some people are listen maybe maybe half the show, forty five minute show. We've all been there, but if you're still here, that means you're a diehard. so you're probably interested in this. Um, but we've pro- we tried to find a topic that was kind of inspired by something kind of relevant, which like Shay was saying, the idea that Mortal Kombat suddenly something people talk are talking a lot about again yet a lot of those games in the middle were either confusing or we kind of didn't give a shit about them so um trying to think of topics that are inspired by things that are a little more current if we can not always but we'll try to uh let's get the hell out of here it's been a lot of fun uh we have some side podcasts i already pimped my show and i'll be pimping it more next week in the blood can promise that because i'd be interviewing the composer of the phenomenal music that was done for katana zero ludowick so be on the lookout for my promoting of that. I also got up, uh, today I was actually randomly just promoting I'm proud of you. The... It's been a while.
4: <laughs> Thank you.
0: Um, <laughs> it has been way too long. Uh, finally somebody said yes. Um, it, I, today randomly I was promoting Shay's interview with, uh, I, we were talking, we were joking about the BAFTA awards a couple weeks ago and I realized that, Hey, we have an interview with the BAFTA winner for best video game. So you should go listen to that. So I was promoting that on the, they'll be today and tomorrow running on the site on Evoking the Sublime. But if you follow us on social media, you'll see that as well over the mm-hmm. weekend. So, lots of good stuff and of course our patreon.com slash swordchomp. It's been fun. Um, I need to go badger fish to go buy Mortal Kombat some more, so we gotta get out of here. Uh, thanks for listening mm-hmm. to the show. We'll see you next week. All right, no fish, it's only $60, dollars, I think.